0: And I'm joined today by my lovely colleagues, Emily Myhouse and Janice
1: Cinko-Anko. Say hi, ladies. Hi, Olga. Hi, everybody. Hi, this is Emily. Nice to be here. So
0: May, if you are our listener, you don't know it, but May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. And we thought it would be a, an appropriate time to talk about what no one seems to want to talk about, right? Mental health and specifically depression. And more specifically, we want to discuss hidden signs of depression and how to spot them in someone you care about and what you can do to help someone uh, if you think they may be experiencing um, uh, depression. Before we begin, we also wanted to have a full disclosure that none of us here in the virtual studio (laughs) is a mental health expert. Mm -hmm. So the information that we will be sharing today has been carefully researched and validated through multiple reputable sources. But again, we're not experts. Also, if you think that you may have a mental health struggle uh, or you know someone who, who is going through some difficulty, remember that they are not alone. You are not alone. And we encourage you to seek out mental health professionals as soon as you can. And we will also provide some valuable resources at the end of this podcast and in the show notes. So with all that being said, let's dive in. As usual, we like to start our podcast with an official definition. So let's discuss what depression is all about. And Janice, I think you may have an official definition for us. I do,
2: Olga. Thank you. So according to the American Psychiatric Association, depression or major depressive disorder is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel the way you may think, and also how you may act. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or a loss of interest in activities uh, that you once enjoyed. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease your ability to function at work and possibly at home. The World Health Organization estimates that more than 264 million people have depression worldwide. And although the typical symptoms of depression, such as sadness and hopelessness, can be easily recognized, there are symptoms that may be less obvious, and chances are someone you love may be experiencing symptoms of depression, even if they may not show it. So today's episode of our podcast is we discuss some of the possible hidden signs of depression.
1: Yeah, thank you, Janice. Janice. I think it would be important, too, before we discuss the hidden signs of depression that we should also talk about some of the classic symptoms of depression as well. So mm-hmm. some of the classic signs or symptoms of depression are persistent feelings of, sad, of sadness and hopelessness, um, being less interested in things that you enjoy, frequent qu- crying. If you find it hard to concentrate, get things done, or take care of yourself, or if you think about self-harm or suicide, those are the most serious symptoms. Now, we all feel sad and lonely from time to time. This is, you know, this is part of the human experience, right. you know, things like the loss of a loved one or, you know, the ending of a relationship, uh, just a couple examples, these can lead to really deep feelings of sadness or grief, but those aren't necessarily the same as having depression. Um, but if you feel sad, low, or hopeless often, um, and by often we mean almost daily, it could be a sign that it may be depression. Mm-hmm. Um, this is especially true if you notice that you've been experiencing these symptoms for two weeks or longer. Um, and if you're listening to this mm-hmm. and you might be nodding along and saying, Yeah, like that sounds like me, mm-hmm. we would definitely encourage you to consult with your healthcare provider, call your Your PCP. Um, If you have, you know, Sharp Health Plan, we have access to um, to uh, mental health providers and of course we also have EAP um, that we'll talk about later. But really important that if if any of those signs that I just mentioned resonate with you um, or you know somebody who those signs um, resonate with, make sure to reach out to somebody. Right. So, Emily, thank
2: you. Thank you for these facts. And it's good to be reminded of the better known symptoms of depression, like the one you mentioned. Um, But other symptoms may be harder to recognize because these may be likely less obvious. And there are a lot of people, even in our own social circles, that suffer from depression. And some may hide their symptoms because they don't want their loved ones to worry. Others may feel too embarrassed to ask for help or struggle with perfectionism and Emily here's nodding along we're all nodding along <laughs> because we we we've seen this in our own potentially our own family members and friends some may also feel guilty or ashamed for struggling to begin with mm-hmm. um and also these are which are common emotions that go hand in hand with depression and some may not even realize that they even have depression so the bottom line is that depression isn't always obvious. In fact, this is why hidden depression, because um, sometimes it's called smiling depression. Someone with hidden depression may seem content, happy and productive, their work life and their relationships um, from all outward appearances seem fine, but inwardly in quiet spaces, That aren't easily shared depressed depression symptoms are affecting their thoughts feelings and physical health and those symptoms aren't going away so becoming aware of depression symptoms is important so you can support those you love and you care about
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and 264 million people in the world suffer from depression it's very likely we know someone as janice you mentioned in our circle who is going through something and it's such a good segue to um, the actual the, the meat of our podcast today is what are the hidden, less obvious signs of depression. Mm-hmm. And Janice, you mentioned that hidden depression is sometimes called smiling depression, and uh-huh. that that could be actually one of the hidden signs of depression is when people put. Um, kind of a happy pay- face, right? Mm-hmm. A forced happiness or forcing a happy face. Because people who are struggling, they may do anything they can to deter people from knowing that they're mm-hmm. depressed. Right. And as you mentioned, Janice, I think you did, you mentioned that, that it could be because of the guilt or, you know, feeling of shame or. People don't want to like come off as weak or right. they're just embarrassed, and so they're overcompensating for their depression by doing anything to mask their depressive symptoms to appear okay, right, or happy. Right. And right. so it's 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 often that people who appear very outgoing and who are still laughing within a crowd, these people can be crippled with thoughts of sadness and emptiness and desperation. And just think about one of our beloved actors, right, Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. He made millions of people laugh with his wit and comedy, and yet he was struggling with depression, Mm -hmm. which eventually led to suicide. so it's just uh, very, very common for people to mask the uh, the depression through happiness, especially around those people they don't know so well, right? Right. And they don't know um they don't spend a lot of time with these people um but sooner or later you know um that happy face may start to wean and people start to feel like they need to isolate themselves and they don't want to hang out with people or want to leave early so they can maintain their mask around others and they just want to retreat when they can, can no longer do it right so that's one of the symptoms kind of spend a little too much on this one, but that's because it's one of the hidden ones. It's really, really not obvious.
2: Right. Um,
0: So something to consider. Another symptom is (laughs) when people work too much, and I know it's a little counterintuitive, right? We usually think that people who are suffering or struggling with depression, they are not very productive, Um, but being depressed doesn't mean you have no motivation. Uh, I mean, some people with depression have the feelings of lethargy or feeling of no energy, and it's a common symptom. Mm-hmm. But there is also a large sect of people who work too much to distract themselves from their thoughts of helplessness and sadness and feeling low. And actually, workaholics are twice as likely to be depressed than non-workaholics. Did Mm -hmm. you guys know that? Well, (laughs) probably not. (laughs)
1: No, I didn't. But, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like you said, it's a distraction. And I think all Mm -hmm. of us are, you know, when we're feeling sad, we look for, you know, means of distraction. And for some people, that's work. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I know. Um,
0: Another, and I I promise I'll stop. So I just had three (laughs) to share. Another hidden symptom is sleeping too much or sleeping too little. Mm -hmm. So when someone is dealing with depression, it can start to affect them, not only mentally, but also physically. And that may lead to some changes in their sleep patterns and appetite and diet. And I know Janice, I think you wanted to talk about the weight fluctuations. Um, but sleep pattern can change. Basically, some of the physical habits can can start being affected by depression. And that's basically a manifestation of, of um, uh, the mental state in many ways. So when uh, someone can not sleep or sleeps for too long, it can be a sign that they're secretly depressed. Mm-hmm. More uncommon, though, is when an individual intentionally throws off their sleep schedules, and this is usually due to wanting more time to engage in pleasurable activities at night, because some people spend so much of their day consumed by depression that they just want to spend their days, uh, evenings or nights doing something they actually enjoy. Mm -hmm. I don't know know if it made sense, but yes, that can be one of the secret signs of depression as well.
2: Hmm. Right. And just to touch base on that, you mentioned Olga is um, changes in diet and weight fluctuations. Yeah, it yeah. could be it could mean that someone loses their appetites, which means they lose weight, sometimes dramatically, okay. or also that they tend to overeat and gain weight. So and also just an over this, an Overall feeling of being less less optimistic than other people as well. So typically, if somebody is a more happy-go-lucky person and you're noticing, gosh, they're a little bit on the negative side. This is not this is unusual mm. for this person. Be in tune with that that they may um, some
0: in depression may suffer from being they left they're less optimistic than others. Especially if that happens for a longer period of time, right? Because again, right. as Emily said, we can all go you know, a day or two feeling sad or less optimistic about things, but if that is a permanent um, kind of change or permanent Mm -hmm. trend, then that's when we should probably start paying attention.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So the couple hidden signs that I want to talk about, um, the first one is changes in you may notice changes in someone's language and topics of their conversation. So some things to look out specifically are if you start to notice that somebody uses a lot of self-focused words like I or me, this can be a subtle sign that A lot of their attention is directed inward. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you're dealing with depression, that's um, where your your attention is. It's on yourself. And so just kind of Mm a small little thing that you can notice. um, Are they using self-focused words a lot? Another is using, if you notice somebody using absolutist terms. So frequently using, you know, always or never. Mm -hmm. um, Kind of going to the extremes and not Mm -hmm. seeing the middle, um, looking for or listening for phrases, um, with an air of pessimism, which kind of goes on to what you were saying, Janice, about Mm -hmm. less optimistic, um, than Mm -hmm. others, but frequently hearing phrases like, I can't, or I should, Mm -hmm. um, and you could even hear this come up as sort of this misplaced guilt, and you might hear phrases like, it's all my fault. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you, you know, we all say things like, oh, I can't or I should. That's right. not right. in and of itself a sign of depression. But if you notice it happen- happening frequently or that's just kind of the trend for their conversation, it tends to be pessimistic or have um, an air of pessimism um, frequently, something to notice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, if somebody does um, hint at suicide or bring up uh, philosophical topics about things like the meaning of life or what does it feel like to die or the afterlife, Mm -hmm. you know, this might not be as hidden, um, but it, you know, if it starts to come up Mm -hmm. in conversation, it could be a good, um, you know, cue for you to start Mm -hmm. asking some more questions. Um, yes. and then the other two besides the changes of language and topics of conversation, uh, being angry or irritable. So if you notice this person or in yourself, you feel like normally you're very you know, optimistic person, or you can see the good and the bad things of life. But if you start to notice that there's sort of this anger and irritability frequently, again, it's happening a lot, um, something to look out for. And then also the fatigue, um, emotional fatigue, mental fatigue. And of course, um, for, for people, a lot of people, it manifests itself as physical fatigue as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, as kind of goes back to what Janice and I were talking about, how how our mental state, state can manifest itself in our physical state, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and one more I wanted to mention, and thank you, Emily, for these uh, great facts, and Janice, thank you as well. Yeah. But the one I wanted to mention, I forgot, <laughs> is when we notice someone starts drinking more alcohol,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. drinking alcohol triggers the release of endorphins, which is our natural stress reliever and pain reliever, right? Sure. And this, this neurotransmitter is responsible for the same lifted mood we feel when we exercise or enjoy a good laugh with friends or any kind of enjoyable activities. So very often, we all, you know, we all enjoy it, except for Janice. Janice doesn't drink, but we all enjoy a glass of wine here and there, Right. <laughs> Um, I like a good steak, Olga. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. But whatever you know, it's an acceptable way, occasional, to cope with a stressful day, for example, right? Or a stressful sure. conversation. So in moderation. In moderation, right? But um, a common sign of a hidden depression is that someone may turn to drinking more often than acceptable or usual, or increasing the amount of alcohol mm-hmm. they consume in one sitting. In fact studies suggest that alcohol alcohol use disorder is one of the most common co-occurring conditions alongside depression, more often impacting women than men.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So just something to keep in mind as well. Yeah. Well, those are some really interesting signs of, of depression, right? And some of them, we kind of were going nodding along saying, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And some of them were like, oh, really? That is mm-hmm. a sign of depression too? I, I would never think of that. But it's obviously hard to know when someone is uh, struggling, but if you believe that someone you love has hidden depression, then you can help, mm-hmm. right? we That's kind of the point. We want to help, and we can do it by offering emotional support and a safe place to talk about it. And we can start by sharing our observations in a very non-judgmental way, just observation using the signs that we've just described, right? I've noticed mm-hmm. that you've been withdrawn more often. I've, I've noticed you haven't been sleeping well. I've noticed that you've been less optimistic. And then sharing your observations and also asking them how you can be there for them. Mm-hmm. And when listening, also make sure to do so without judging or giving too much advice um and make sure to avoid cliches and cheery pep talks like hey snip out of it what are you mm-hmm. what is going on with you you know mm-hmm. which is not very helpful um and also remember that depression can make even the smallest tasks feel impossible when i talk about you know <laughs> just the fatigue and the slow energy and just the feeling of uh, self uh, like helplessness so it's, it can be helpful to offer even little help, and it can go a long way. For example, you may offer to take a mo- morning walk together
2: mm-hmm.
0: or look online to help them find a therapist or um, drive them to a near- nearby support group mm-hmm. or offer to buy groceries. Any Anything can feel impossible. Any task can feel impossible when, when someone is struggling with depression. So help can go a long way.
1: Yeah, those are great points. I thank you for bringing that up. You know, sometimes we, when we hear that somebody's struggling, like, A, it can be an uncomfortable conversation. So I agree that, you know, if you can, don't shy away from it. Bring it up. Ask people, how are you? But really, how are you? You know, dig a little deeper. Don't be afraid of the uncomfortable situation. A conversation and don't feel like you have to have all the answers um, or feel like you have to fix the situation. Just sitting there and being with them, talking to them, listening to them can make the world of a difference. Um, if this resonates with you um, and you would like to learn about some resources that um, you could share with somebody or you could utilize yourself, I wanted to share a few. The first one is the SAM HSA National Helpline I'm going to pause really quick and just say that we're going to put all this in the show notes Um, so you know don't feel like you need to write it down, but we'll have all those there Um, it can be reached at 800-662-HELP. It's free and it's confidential. It has 24-7-365 information service for treatment and referrals. Um, There's also the suicide prevention hotline, which can be reached at 800-273-8255. And this can help you or your loved one talk to a trained crisis worker any time of the day um, or at night. And then of course, we do have some resources here at Sharp Best Health. We have the um, WILL, which is our mindfulness platform. Um, and you you can check out their mental health resources. There's um, one five, ten, and twenty minute mindfulness sessions. We have Mesa Vista, which is our amazing behavioral health team, and they have a lot of resources. Um, and then we also have our EAP. We all have eight confidential, free um, counseling sessions a year as Sharp employees, and those, like I said, are completely free. And um, they can. I think one of the common misconceptions with EAP is they can only talk about things that are happening at work but right (laughs) but they actually can talk about anything whether it's something in your personal life family marriage kids um or if it is at work you know they are like i said they are trained therapists and they are here to offer support to you yeah thanks em to tack
2: on to the eap their phone number and we'll put this in the show notes is 619-681-0022 if you do reach their answering machine please leave a voicemail for them. Um, they do have a secretary there who checks messages every day throughout the day. So she may be on the line with another team member. Just know that they as long as you leave a message and your phone number to call you back, they will call you back. Okay. Um, also I want to tack on care for you, our peer supporters who are system wide throughout Sharp. Each of our hospitals has a number of trained peer supporters there to assist you. And even our system services has peer supporters as well. You can search care for you on sharp net for more information. I also want to mention that there are a number of great blogs and podcasts for depression support as well. And so we will um, post each of those also in the show notes, but through all of this, be sure to find support for yourself as well mm-hmm. after oh, yes. all, right. Good all point. three of us, we, we, <laughs> we mentioned this at one of our main presentations and it's, you can't give from an empty cup. So there's one thing that we would like to resonate with you all is that if you are an empty, an empty cup, how are you able to give the best care to our patients, to your loved ones and to yourself, you must continuously try to make sure your cup is full of joy and happiness and other positive things. Um, um, mentions as well. So a therapist can help you navigate stress and point you uh, to additional books, podcasts, forums, and resources, and remember to take it one day at a time.
0: Thank you, a yeah. Great point.
1: And if you know someone who is working hard to camouflage, some of these depression symptoms know that good help is available with treatment. Depression can be managed and a better quality of life can be restored. We want to make sure you have make sure you to share some of those great resources mm-hmm. in our podcast show notes.
0: Thank you, Emily. So we hope this episode and this topic was informative and helpful to you. Mental health is something we should learn to talk about freely and openly without the stigma mm-hmm. attached to it. Right. And I just in May, Mm -hmm. Mental Health Awareness Month, but all year round, because open dialogue about mental health, including depression, can help everyone around heal.
2: Thank you, Olga. Absolutely. And mental health has always been kind of a hush-hush topic, right, of discussion, if it's ever discussed at all. But by removing the stigma and talking about mental health, we help to improve our communities by making it more acceptable for those suffering from mental illness to seek help, learn to cope healthily, and get on the road to recovery. So please take note of this episode, write down the hidden signs of depression so you'll be prepared to talk about it and support your loved ones and help them seek additional resources as well as yourself.
0: Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Always appreciate your tuning in and giving us a few minutes of your time. We know how busy you are. And please remember to complete our quick episode quiz for a chance to win a $10 Amazon e-gift card. The link to the comprehension quiz is provided in the show notes as well, along with all the wonderful resources that we've mentioned today. Thank you, everyone, again, and enjoy your week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting sharpbesthealth on sharpnet.com.